Welcome everyone. This is Mia Gleghorn. You are tuning in to the That's the T Sis podcast. Hello. Welcome everyone. Oh my god, how exciting. These guys get to listen to me talk shit. That's hot. Um what what can I tell you? Mm. Well, For those who don't know me, I'm a registered nurse. I'm currently living in the Northern Territory in Australia, planning on relocating to the Sunshine Coast next year. I love Darwin and I love the culture here, but I do miss being able to go swimming in the ocean. Now, people here say that you can swim in the ocean, but... There was actually a three-meter saltwater crocodile spotted down at the local swimming beach. I've been here about six months and I've learned so much, so much moving away from home. It's been pretty life-changing. I do miss my family though, so I'm hoping to get back home for a couple of weeks, end of November, start of December this year. Um, yeah, what can I, what else can I tell you? What did I get up to this week? I finished four night shifts, which, which absolutely ruined me. I was ruined. I slept, well, it was broken, but for about 20 hours, which ruined my sleep schedule, but it was, it was a vibe. Um, what else? I went on a date yesterday. That was pretty cool. What a dude. What an absolute dude. 30 years old. A man. A real man. I'm not going to kiss and tell though. So we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm catching up with him on Saturday. He's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. Big vibes. Um, Right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now, what I want to cover in this podcast, well, in every podcast, but it's basically all going to cover dating men. Men is a big one. We're going to be covering a lot of that. So for my lady listeners out there, tune in for that because boy, do I have some stories for you. Um couple of social dilemmas and just a bit of shit that I've experienced and would like to share my stories and also like my opinions and how I've dealt with these situations because I feel like in a way some people might be able to take something away from my experience and if that can help someone you know deal with a really shitty guy like a fuckboy and how he's acting, if he's making her, you know, feel like shit. If someone can take something away from my experience and turn around to this fuckboy and be like, hell no, doll, you can't treat me like that. Bye. Bye, babe. Bye. I would, yeah, i clap my hands to that woman if that ever happens. But we'd, I don't know. We'll see. So, episode one, I want to talk about owning your shit 
And I think these three words resonate with me on a fucking spiritual level, I swear. Now, one thing that people who know me well know that I literally pride myself in being honest. I am literally an open book. Wow, it's windy outside. I'm sorry. Um, Lately, I've run into a couple of situations of people not really saying how they feel. And it's really shitty being on the short end of that stick left wondering what the fuck is going on. And that's with like friendships and relationships included. So I believe this all ties into human nature, communication skills, and all of that great stuff that we love to deal with. Um, But yeah, let's not forget we're all adults, not children here. We can talk to each other. So how do you own your shit? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. What are you thinking? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. For instance, if you have been seeing someone, and that spark just isn't there, right? Be honest with that person. So, I was seeing a guy at the start of this year, and I wasn't really in any place to be getting in a relationship and I I was aware of that and I started seeing him or hanging out and I did say to him hey look like I'm happy to see where it goes but like at the moment I'm just really not sure like I do really like you as a person but I don't I just don't think I'm ready for anything serious like I don't think I'm ready to put a name on it like I've just moved to Darwin I'm not going to be here for the rest of the year. And also I'd gotten out of a six year relationship and I was just like, fuck Mia, you need to like experience life by yourself. Anyway, we're seeing this guy and I think I was seeing him for like two months, but like as those two months went on, like I kept updating him and being like, Hey, look, I'm still feeling the same way. Um, you know, like, I'm really sorry that I'm making you feel this way, but yeah, this is just how I feel. And he would always turn around and be like, Hey, look, all good. Like, we'll just see where it goes, see where it goes. So he was very aware when it did come to the time where I was like, Hey, look, I think you're a great person, but I need to take a step back and do my own thing for a bit. And it wasn't about me going out and sleeping with other guys. It wasn't about that at all. Like I really liked this person, but it was more of a self growth thing. So I think it's so important to tell someone and be honest with them when you're having these thoughts and feelings and, you know, keep them in the loop because at the end of the day, like you're not the only person in this situation. You're not the only person in this situation. So yeah, I think honesty is just the key. Honesty is the key. Hands down. 
There is literally nothing worse than leading someone down the garden path to end up just obliterating them with the old, it's me, not you, or I'm not ready for anything serious. Even though you've literally been treating this poor person like your significant other, sleeping with them, telling them what they want to hear, doing couple shit just for you to turn up with that kind of bullshit. Like, fair enough if you're being honest, at least, and they're aware of the situation and you're still, you know, hanging out, doing what you're doing, but they're aware of where you're at. Then it's a bit different. But this is, in this instance, I'm thinking like, you know, we're talking about you have literally just like led this person on, this poor motherfucker. Anyway, I think it's super important to also know that, like, we are humans and we do make mistakes. As long as you're not doing things on purpose, like, if you know that it's not going to go anywhere, but you're just holding on to it for the sake of it, rude. Rude, rude, rude. Literally just own your shit. Fess up. I fucked up. Hey, I'm really sorry. I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that to you. I'm really sorry. You would be amazed at how much better someone can feel if you apologize to them for fucking them around. I I can't even express this enough. It's just not that hard to apologize. I say sorry all the time. Sometimes I probably shouldn't, but (laughs) whatever. Now, I think as the person when the shoe is on the other foot, that also needs to be spoken about. So when this person has said to you, like, look, I don't want to be with you. Like, it's not working out, blah, blah, blah. There needs to be some sort of realization when it's time to start letting go and moving on. Yes, you love them slash like them, this person, yeah, you love slash like this person, but if they have said to your face and they've worked up the courage to tell you that it's just not going to go anywhere or they want to break up or whatever they say, There needs to be a moment where you go, right, this person doesn't want to be with me for whatever reason it is. um, It's time to start letting go and start moving on. There is nothing more toxic that you could do to yourself than holding on. You are literally kicking a dead horse at this point. This person has literally told you that they don't want anything to do with you. They don't love you. They don't like you anymore. They don't like you as much as they did. They want to break. They want to break up. They've told you whatever the hell they've told you. And you'll probably go through stages of the whole, oh, he watches my stories, so he must be thinking about me. No, babe. Just no, no. Don't do it to yourself. 
that person has literally made their mind up and has gone out of their way to tell you that they do not see a future with you. So stop giving yourself hope where there isn't any. Hope is literally a weak dog. You're kicking shit uphill at this point. It's time to move on. Go do you, you know, you can eventually be friends with this person one day, but just not yet. And know when it's time to take time to yourself where you're like, fuck, I really want to have like this person in my life. But sometimes it's just not healthy to have them in your life when you've been on that kind of level with them and they're just wanting to kick it back to being friends. Like take your time and do what you need to do to heal yourself because it is it's shit it is shit there is nothing worse than being broken up with you know just being told that hey look it's just not really going to work it's it's rough it's rough out there girls and boys if there's any boys listening but yeah i just think it's super important to know that like There needs to be a point there where you need to realize when it's time to move on. And this person has literally told you that they don't want a future with you. And point blank, that should be a red flag in your eyes. (laughs) But hey, I'm like a bull. I just run headfirst into red flags. So there you go. Now, getting back to the post breakup. Now, breakups are really hard and it can honestly sometimes be soul-destroying and leave you wondering where you went wrong and why. And sometimes people can't give you the answers you want. And I think in this time, it's super important to keep yourself grounded because it's kind of when you're at your most vulnerable like you're second guessing yourself you don't know what's gone wrong they can't really give you an answer and it's it's honestly a really rough time I uh, I experience or have experienced this recently I um I actually suffer from quite bad anxiety and I was first diagnosed when I was about 18 Um, I still had a boyfriend at the time but yeah I just wasn't myself and my mum turned around to me and she was like Mia like you're not all right you need like I think it'd be good if you went and seen someone so I went and seen the doctor anyway I got put on medication I did counseling and all of that because I I believe counselling is so important. Like if you're willing and able to get it, definitely go and do it. Because one of the best things I learned was like cognitive behaviour therapy and ways around teaching your brain how to not get yourself in those positions where you become anxious. Like and mine was always... I never trusted my boyfriend at the time because my first boyfriend when I was 16 cheated on me and 
talk about deep-rooted issues. <laughs> so, yeah, I think if you're able to go get help for it, I think it's really important. But even though I'm still medicated, I still have times where I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like my brain starts going and it's just so it's just such a negative time and recently I had this you know I wasn't a breakup but things just kind of ended with this guy and I don't know like I was just really I was looking for answers but there were answers that he couldn't really give me which was a bit shit but like he was as honest as he could have been But still, I sat there and I second-guessed myself. I was like, Mia, it's you. You know, like, what have you done? Like, have you done this? You know? And it turns out it was really just, like, a lifestyle factor. Like, we were just too far away from each other. And he's a really nice guy. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. But it was just pretty rough that I couldn't get the answers that I wanted because I'm one of those people where... Once I get the answers, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's heaps better. Like, I'm a very organized person. I like to know what's going on. And if I don't know what's going on, I get stressed. And when I get really stressed, I start to get really anxious. And it's just a really shit time. But, yeah, I think it's super important to try and keep yourself grounded in that time. Because, yeah, it it's a fucking shit time. And like, keep your friends close. Talk to your friends. Like, your friends are never going to get sick of talking to you about how you're feeling. Like, if you're feeling really sad, tell someone. Like, don't bottle that shit up. Let it out. Because the more you let it out, the easier it's going to be for you to recognize your feelings and attempt to like start moving on. I also just wanted to add about if you're struggling there are routes that you can take that can help you post breakup or you know so one of them is you can go and get counseling now people literally shy away at the thought of this like oh no, I'm not, I'm not mentally unwell. Like I, no, I'm not going to go get counseling. I don't need help. Jesus Christ. My situation's not that bad. You can literally go and get counseling for anything. You know, like work's rough. Like work's been rough the last couple of weeks. You're struggling a bit. You're starting to sink. You can go speak to someone. Counseling isn't for people or like just for people who are mentally unwell. It's for where you can get advice. You're speaking to someone who isn't a family member, isn't your mate. They don't have a biased opinion. They don't even know who you are. There's no judgment. And by law, they can't really disclose any of anything that you've spoken about unless you've committed a crime or done something fucked up. Then... You know, if they have to take it to the police, they will. But I'm kind of talking post-breakup, not if you've killed someone. So, Um, but yeah, so 
I don't know. I think people should utilize this service more. Like if you're having a shit time and you're not coping with life, go see someone. Go see someone that you don't know. They're not going to judge you. They're literally there. That's their job. They're, th- they're there to give you solid advice and coping mechanisms and cognitive behavior therapy that can help you through that shit time. So, yeah, for anyone out there that wants to know a bit more about it, message me, DM me, I don't know, whatever, and I will point you in the right direction of where to go. I mean, I'm not a counselor myself, so I can't give you all the advice you need, but I can point you to service, like types of services that can give you assistance because I am like a big advocate for mental health and you know this isn't saying that you're mentally unwell but like I said if you are struggling there is services out there that can give you a hand and it's not something to be embarrassed or afraid about you're literally just taking care of yourself on that note girls I would probably just say block his ass and go do you like literally just block him that's probably the best advice I could give it's what I do I block them so I don't have to see any of their shit doesn't nothing reminds me of them like I'm just moving on with my life and it's not in a nasty way it's me being able to process what's happened and the best way for me to move on so block them whatever their problem anyway rightio folks um wrapping up this episode i know that i've talked a bit of shit the last 20 minutes but um pretty much at the i've decided at the end of every episode i'm going to be doing a terrible first date recap Now, I've had some people send in some of their horrific, and I say horrific, meaning you'll find this out shortly in the next couple of episodes. Um, I've had them send in their first date. Blues, really. Oh, God. I'm cringing at the thought. Um, Anyway, to start off with episode one, I'm going to share my own horrific story and it's got to do with catfishing now when I first got to Darwin I I think I was like two months in I went on a date with this guy I matched with him on tinder because I was like I've been Darwin living my best life um matched with him on tinder and he was like oh let's grab a coffee like it wasn't anything more than that. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, and anyway, I've gone to the coffee shop and I've gotten there before him and he messaged me out the front and he was like, Oh, I'm just coming in now. Like see you in a bit. And I was like, yeah, no worries. So I'm sitting there on my phone. Anyway, I get this tap on the shoulder and I turn around and I'm like, Oh, 
What? Who? No, no, surely not. No. Yes. I'm looking at him going, I have no idea who you are. And he's looking at me going, it's so-and-so. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Hello. My God. Nice to meet you. This man looked absolutely nothing like his photos. And mind you, it was bit of a bad decision on my behalf because I always like to see people's like Instagram or their Facebook first so I can like kind of suss out if they're a real person well he was a real person he just looked absolutely nothing like his photos his photos were friend from when he was younger he oh my god I cringe so hard he literally was like I was like I don't know you anyway had a coffee with him and I was like I hadn't eaten any lunch and I was like oh I'll just get some lunch um and he was getting lunch as well and I've ordered lunch and I was sitting there and this man had the not only had he catfished me I did the right thing by staying but then had a go at me for ordering meat because he's a vegetarian fully was like you know why or why would you eat that and I was like oh dude I don't know I'm a pretty simple chick like I like me like I'm not I don't have anything against vegetarians like but fuck if I want to eat meat I will like you rent your random catfishing ass isn't going to judge me for it and I definitely won't let you and he was like oh I started banging on about you know, um, sustainability and like why it's like so bad to eat meat. And like, while he's doing, saying all this shit, I'm literally just like tucking into my chicken bacon filled carbonara. Um, but yeah, the audacity, I was like, Oh my God, this man literally having a go at me for eating meat, like Not only have you spoken about yourself the whole time, you're now trying to pick a fight with me about meat. And I was just not having it to the point where I was like, I finished my meal and I was like, hey, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm actually going to go home and do like mow the lawns and do the gardening. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, like, are you going to invite me around to like come for a swim in the pool? And I was like, no, no, I'm not actually. Um, yeah, you know, I think you're like, you're nice and everything, but like, I just don't see this going anywhere. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm going to see you later. And, um, he was like, oh yeah, actually like, you know, I was kind of getting that vibe for you from you. Just not really my kind of person. Um, yeah. So I think we'll just end things now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm going to go before I knock this man out. Like, the audacity, I couldn't even handle it. Anyway, I soon deleted Tinder very quickly after. Um, I blocked him so he couldn't contact me because I was just like, no, 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 no. Not happening, not going anywhere, no. Um, Anyway, that is my story. 
That is the end of the first podcast of That's the Tea Sis with Mia Gleghorn. Um, thank you to everyone that's listened. Um, if your ears are bleeding, I apologize. But in saying that, if you've learned anything from this episode, I want to hear about it. Um, I want to hear your stories. Now, next week, or whenever the second episode is, I'm going to be having my fellow friend, Rosie Keefe. She will be making her debut. We are going to talk some serious shit. So if you're down to listen to it, get around it. Um, Yeah, cool. Thanks. I now have to go to work because... That's my life. I'm just, yep, okay. All right, thanks, everyone.